Doug. And we're back. It was almost <laughs> like you just blinked. I mean, in podcast world, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> if you click on the one above, it'll hey, be right? like yesterday. <laughs> but I guess the one above might not actually be the one above. And I feel like this is all new to us again. So if <laughs> if the volume is blasting through your speakers right now. We're like trying to figure out how to I use all these things again. You. Yeah, it's all... We're we're gonna we're gonna work through it as a team, and it's gonna be great. Um, it's only been three and a half years. No way, I really? Mean, Have you? Did you look at when the last podcast we did was? No, but think like <laughs> in classic our style. So Not a chance. So, um, so you know, COVID hit, and we were doing a little bit, and then we just we stopped. were because was COVID, COVID wasn't stressful. It was that long ago? Yeah. That was the last time we were doing them. That's what, remember when you gave me COVID when you came back from France? <laughs> <laughs> For those of you guys yeah, you could go back and listen to the previous. Yeah. Doug, Doug went to France at like the peak of COVID ramping up and he came home and gave me COVID. I, I mean, I was in France when they were like, don't be in Italy. And I was like, well, that's okay. I'm in France. It's like. <laughs> it's not very close. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, when I was in France, we were five minutes from Italy. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, so he gave. But it that to was me a like, long time ago. Doug was like immune to it; never got it. I d- I did get it. I got it last April, before oh, I went right. and did that dirt bike race. Oh, that's right, and that's when your your dog bit your foot, and was that the same year? No, and it like uh, swelled up. No, and you couldn't gosh. ride. Yeah, did we miss that too? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got we a lot to catch a, up. We got a lot to catch up on. So let's do this. Let's do this first. So. One, it's good to be back. Uh, bear with us. We're going to start to try to post these on iTunes, but I already was struggling to figure that out. We had some requests on YouTube. I don't even know how to do that, Doug. Would that require, like, video cameras, right? Because YouTube is mean, not it must, just, like... But we both carry a video camera in our pocket. All the time. <laughs> well, I guess, <laughs> We hey, can do that. Technically, yeah, our phone. Yeah, Durr. just... just. Put Set that, that sucker on a tripod. Yeah, tripod. So, um, yeah, so we're going to start off, if we can, with the iTunes thing. And then what we'd love to do is say, like, get these at all your favorite, you know, all your I favorite I mean, we got to get on the Spotify, don't we? Yeah, right? I mean, before we weren't. I don't know what we were doing. But let's catch up. Okay. okay it's only been three and a half years. <laughs> you. Gosh. <laughs> let's start Sorry. with you, because I actually think this is really interesting. Um, for those of you guys that don't know, Doug was when previously with us like all in all the time you were working like i don't know nine ten hour days at the gym doing one-on-ones move the whole gym right yes but now that is accurate doug is maybe two one-on-ones a week and like it's not your gig your gig it's not my gig is completely different and tell us what your gig is now Give me the goods, because I'm still confused with what it is. I'm a professional dirt bike rider. Oh, yes. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know, but that KTM Heavily sponsored really by KTM. My, it really did come through. Yeah. Uh, what I do now. Yeah. This sounds way... I was thinking this yesterday when I was explaining this to somebody. This sounds way more impressive than it is. I want everyone to know that. Go with it. I work at a hedge fund. Yes. No big deal. Is that- <laughs> I mean, no big deal. <laughs> Which... Which really, part of the cool thing about this is that you made this connection through a client of yours at the gym. Yes, that's accurate. Right. And so, you know, let's go in a nutshell. You got interested in it. For those of you guys that don't know, 
Doug's really smart. <laughs> I just know how to teach how to teach people a lot of deadlift. It's not that but Doug true. Doug does but that <laughs> and is really smart. But you were able so to learn the, about it, right? Let's, let's uh, I'll give like the medium duration story. Yeah, let's to do this. that because I I don't know if I've fully. So it was right it. around COVID time. Yep. So. Oh, this is when you were flying too. Yes. You guys, man. Did we miss that too? I don't know. Guys, Doug was going to be a pilot, but then COVID hit and he's not. Keep going. Yes. <laughs> That's essentially that. <laughs> Good summary. <laughs> so, so I had, like you said, I was working a lot at the gym. I mm-hmm. was still jamming on seminars too. I think I was doing like. But doing well. Two or three seminars a month. Yeah. And then. Coaching a lot, a lot of one-on-ones, uh, classes. I, I was don't like, even think you were doing classes anymore at the time. Uh, sorry, I meant like kids' classes, yes, like yes. move stuff. Yeah, That was really jamming. And, you know, I've realized that this is probably more about, you know, like we've said on the podcast before, like more about me than it is about anybody else. But I have this issue where I was just like working myself to death. Yeah. Right. And you know what it's like. And you guys out there probably do too. So I was working a lot. I probably worked, if you included like the kids' classes that I ran and the one-on-ones. Yeah, at the time programming. At the time programming. I was probably doing in sessions in the gym. There were weeks when I would do 30, 30 sessions in the gym. So that's 30, yeah, 30 hours, hours of in, training in yeah. the gym. Not including bookkeeping for the move stuff. Yeah, writing programming. Yeah. Like the all the other not including seminars, any of that stuff. And it was a lot. And we can talk about this some other time later for the folks out there, but the trick when you're in service, and I consider the job I was doing, I was in service, right? Like people exchange their money for an hour of my time. Yep. Well, the catch is, is you can only charge people so much and you can also only work so many hours in the week. Correct. And when you figure out what those two maximum two things are like that, you're capped at that. You don't make any more than that. Unless you restructure. Unless you restructure. Um, and there's some outside expenses to that, like what you pay for to use the space and yeah. how much you, uh, how you have other people help you or not or whatever. Yeah. But the gist of it is it was that. And so, you know, I thought I had a problem with scalability mm. because we've talked about this before also, like, you know, people, when they do one-on-one training, they don't want somebody else. They want you. Yep. You're the business. They don't call other people. They call you. Mm-hmm. So I had trained, um, a really great family for a long time. A couple times a week in the morning, I would train them and I train their kids. They're really great ski racers. Their kids are. And he happens to work in finance and, you know, manages a hedge fund. And we got talking about that problem, scalability. Yeah. And that, that finance world, if you do it right, there's lots of other catches, but if you do it right, it's the ultimately, it's the ultimate scalable thing. Mm-hmm. Because if you and I come up with an idea and we have the money to do it and we have the resources and resources, I mean like all the connections and business People, setup yeah. to do it. Yep. Well, like you and I, if we come up with a, 
you know, a finance strategy that works, and we've got all those things. If it works for a hundred dollars, it worked for a million dollars, but just it, a lot better. <laughs> the returns just go up. <laughs> and if it works for a million dollars, it'll work on fifty million dollars or a hundred million dollars. And the amount that you make based on the same work of you and I in this yep. example just starts to multiply. Yep. So, you know, I was planning to go be a pilot and I was never really super jazzed on that. Like I was flying and it was enjoyable and fun. I remember also you being kind of nerve wracked sometimes. Yeah. You know, it was like people were like, Oh, wasn't that, in, wasn't that fun? And I was like, like flying by myself. It's trying actually not to die? terrifying. Yeah. Like flying in and out of a major airport. I don't really feel like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Just like, fake it till you like make it, right? Blasting Doug? this thing around. Yeah. I was ne- I would never wake up and be like, This is amazing, I can't wait to fly today. Yeah. And it, it was is really expensive. It was really expensive. Yeah. And then COVID happened and the flight school basically shut for a year or yeah. more. And then everybody needed pilots. And then everybody needed pilots. <laughs> so if you want to be a pilot, it's probably a good deal. <laughs> but they want to do that. And so I didn't want to go back to doing that. So I decided to take a chance and do that. Yeah. And, you know, it's been a totally different thing. Yeah, right? Like, couldn't be, I would argue, like, couldn't be almost any more opposite than what you were doing. Yes. In regards to working with, you know, teens for athletic performance and coaching strength and conditioning classes, um, you know, to working like in an office oh, in the yeah. finance world for a hedge fund behind a computer spreadsheets, crunching numbers. Yes. Different, like, like di- way different hours. Computer all day. Yeah. Every day. Like, um, there's a, for me, a lot of stress that goes along with it. Oh yeah. Like we talked about that. <clears throat> like, I would do real bad. Cause if I put the decimal point in a different spot, <laughs> it could go real south real quick. You know, like really big numbers and like, uh, those things can happen at any hour of day, depending what you're doing. Yeah. Cause so. it's like for you, it's kind of like a global thing, right? It's not just the U S market. Yeah. We're not just the U S we're talking yeah. like Asia and U S and if you know anything about time zones in the world, They're you know that, that those are different. <laughs> NBD. <laughs> so oh. like, but the good news is Chris is like, just as the U S is winding down, Everything that's like, that's right, right when Asia starts to ramp up. So if you want to work 20 hours a day, it certainly right is possible. Ahead. And somewhere else, those four hours, it's the middle of the day. Yeah. You could just keep going. So you could keep going. So that's Man. the like the long story short is I do that now. And, yeah. you know, we can talk way more about it if people are interested in that. But Gosh, yeah. For, that, two, for two, two years now? Two years now. Yeah. Wow. Which is really crazy. That is crazy. And there have been a whole bunch of ups and downs with that. But of it's... Course. yeah. Um, you know, it's good to learn new skills. Yeah. That's cool. Take a risk. Take a risk. Could get a reward. Could get a reward. Yeah. Um, you know, but I do miss training. Yeah. Which is, yeah. So yeah, you're doing a little bit of that. And I guess maybe like I'll, uh, I'll get everyone caught up to speed sort of on like my journey. Yeah. Like, yeah, I still run the gym, but gosh, I mean, so we, uh, we were fortunate enough to purchase land and gosh, I I think this is probably on the podcast a bunch when we were trying to build and go through the building process. 
Um, but then COVID hit, right? And we actually built the building through COVID. So during that time where you were kind of transitioning from that, we were in the process of building the building. We got through that and it's almost identical. It almost parallels, you know, cause we've been in the building for almost two years. It'll be two years uh, yeah. in September, I believe. Gosh, not three, two years. Uh, yeah. Let me think about think that. Two. I yeah. think two. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, we built through COVID and we did that and, and we had like a huge shift turnover, um, with the structure of our business and the trainers that we had, uh, gosh, I mean, this was, yeah, I sat down with everybody and this was like, after we sort of started making our way out of COVID and things got back to some sense of normalcy, I had like a really hard look at the business and the, and the numbers and Hey, what's coming in from online and in person and how is this all funneling through? How does it work? And as I started looking at that, I realized that, you know, the, the in-person side was just not super sustainable and I had to make changes and I did. That means like the gym here. Yeah. Yep. The gym. And so I made those changes. And as I did, um, understandably they were big for, uh, some of our trainers and within no kidding through a two, two week span, we had, uh, two of our trainers leave and one of our trainers move. Um, and it was just part of the process, you know, and that's all okay. And that's all, all fine. It's worked out really well, um, for, I think everybody involved. And we had, uh, moved into the spot in September. And then at the time, how crazy is this? There is only, do you remember there's only three of us? Cause you had just kind of transitioned mm-hmm. and then there was Marky, Mitch and myself kind of running the, the deal. That's right. Yeah. And then we <clears throat> hired on some other trainers uh, and it's been really good. So that, but I guess, you know, a bit shorter on my end, we've really taken a, a hard look at the business and Hey, like what's going on. And we restructured things uh, to be run like a business so that we look at it kind of in three ways. There's three things that need to be taken care of. One is the trainer needs to be paid well. Two, the member needs to be well taken care of and have a great service product. And three, the business has to be doing well. And if those three things are doing well, then it's there for everybody. So we really shifted things around from, you know, the price that we charge for um, unlimited classes, uh, the cuts for trainers and their one-on-ones, offering additional services, offering open gym, having a sauna. Like we've taken a big step to really invest in the business to try to create the revenue on the side here so that we weren't leaning on the online side, mm-hmm. um, which gosh, over two years, like I, you're not in it, in it as much, but I would say it's like, you know, it's, it's run quite different now than it was three years ago. It's, I mean, I would imagine. Yeah. That, very, that world changes pretty fast. Very different. Yeah. So that's, that's been kind of like our, our journey, Park City Fit. Um, and now, yeah, super grateful to be where we are and what we have going on. But one of the things we were thinking about is, gosh, like trying to breathe some life back into the online side and what does that look like and bring value to the community. There's obviously a ton of noise out there and that's okay. It's just the way the fitness world is, right? But like, Hey, should we drop on the podcast again? And, um, 
<laughs> no surprise, the five-star review Duh. podcast. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> and all 10 of the people that listened wanted it back. It's clear <laughs> from the social media posts that I put up that all tens of listeners wanted it back. So, yeah. So we thought it'd be cool to kick it up again um, and revisit it and really kind of roll the same approach. Have people leave reviews. And in those reviews, if you have questions on stuff, let us know. Um, but there's your quick recap. We don't have any specific topic, but Doug, is there anything over the past three years <laughs> the last that three you years. think we've missed out? Can you name a time? On telling, or I guess like, uh, let's, how about I mean, we do this? How about we do a quick little synopsis on how you feel the landscape of just like I would say CrossFit in general, or we could call it the strength and conditioning world, has changed over the past three years? If it, if it has, if you think it has. You know, I mean, I feel so disconnected from it Yeah. in a lot of ways. Like, I still do seminars here and there, mostly locally. I don't feel like yeah. traveling. Yeah. But, like, from my own personal journey, in that first year when I, was, when I started this computer job, I, like, barely even worked out. Remember yeah. I was working like all day and take a break and then work like until 10 or 11 at night. That. Yeah. You would like maybe get a workout and then go back to the office. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so like that was probably, that probably lasted a year. Yeah. I'd say. And then in the last six months or so, I've really been like trying to pull myself together a little bit. Yeah. You've been more consistent at the evening class. Yeah. Trying to be more right? consistent in like food and exercising. But and even that like looks different, right? Like I think I would say if outsider looking in just because of the chapter in your life, right? Like you, it's, it's all about showing up. It's yes. not about like 300 pound hang power cleans no and carries anymore. No way. Like yeah. it's, it's a victory for me if I show up. Yeah. Right. And like, I'll move through the warm up, and if I feel good, I'll push on the gas a little bit. Some days I just like come in and move around. Yep. Cause in my office hours, I just like sit on my buns. Yeah. And so as that relates to the fitness landscape, um, we can keep it personal, you know, but I, I, yeah. I just feel like I want like for me, simpler is better. Yeah. I don't, I'm not longing for anything special. Mm -hmm. I just need to like move my body, sometimes heavy, sometimes longer, sometimes just like stretching or rolling or moving around or just to come in and talk to people because yeah. I don't really talk to folks at work really. And I would say like, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but I would say mentally for you right now intensity is just off the table yeah especially you know, in the la like that first year yeah and it for me my job was intense i was like stressed out yeah. there were times where i wasn't sleeping well because i was worried about certain things yeah or like the money we were making or losing and it's like a new world it's like a right? new whole, world. whole different right understanding and so, of that. so i don't have the the bandwidth Mm -hmm. to come in and crush myself in a workout. Cause yeah, I feel like for you. when I walk in, I'm crushed. Yeah. That's going to empty the cup and you need to fill the cup. Yes. Yeah. Right. So I guess in the last year, as I've been trying to pull it together, 
I'm looking for more like, I just need to like move for 45 minutes. Yeah. Whether or not that I come with intensity or not. Yep. I just like got to move my body and like I'm getting older and I'm starting to realize that like the less I do, the worse it all feels when uh, I do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're not staying on top of it, yeah, it's just it's like that nuts. like compounding effect of how it is to get started again or yeah, e- like, I, even not just in the gym, but outside the gym too. Riding I mean, dirt like, bikes. And I like da, da, da. I'll come in and squat and I'm like, oh my gosh, this feels horrible. <laughs> I don't want to do this at all. <laughs> Does anybody have an extra set of knee sleeves? <laughs> right? So, Does anybody make 10 mil knee sleeves? <laughs> so <laughs> for me, uh, I mean, I think that the fitness world is seems to be constantly looking for new things, right? Yeah. Like the next thing or the best thing or that, you know, I would say we, but really you now as a fitness professional, you your job is to still like – convince give people what they really need and make them think it's what they want oh we've talked about that a lot right, right? and that's still the job yeah and like but what they need is sort of like as we learn and grow is different I yeah think. and like uh <laughs> and like i can't murder myself with intensity five days a week yeah i can't yeah and i was never really that into that before anyways I don't yeah, know, honestly. but you like, I, mean, I, I know you weren't like hard. super into that, but you yeah. remember like when you first started, you like come in and row a 2k every other day Yeah, that's and throttle I was yourself. <laughs> yeah. But like you did it, <laughs> I did you know, it. and like you were into it. I remember you being like really into the 2k thing for sure. a little while, you sure. know, and there was a season where like you know, we would joke around about it, but like where you really wanted to hang power clean 300 pounds Yeah, and you did. And like you worked toward it and you know, there were like, you did hero month and you did you did it. Like I you mean, did the thing. Speaking of, we did that hero workout here at the gym the other day. Oh, Glenn. Dude. Yeah. Not okay. What'd you do? What did I do? Yeah, what was what was okay, for those of you guys that don't know, here's Glenn. Glenn is one mile run. No, I'm sorry, thirty clean and jerks. Thirty clean jerks, one thirty five, ninety five. Mile run, ten rope climbs, mile run, one hundred burpees. What did Doug do? Uh, we we're gonna overtake first, Rich's program first, by the first thing way. I did. What's Doug doing? Was I cried? <laughs> I walked because in I the knew door. what I, who I was in for. <laughs> a little lip quiver. I mean, the first thing I did, honestly, was I tried to put out of my head thoughts that I had because I remember doing it last time. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, I'm like, yeah. What I would normally think I would do is like, okay, I'm gonna do 30 clean and jerks at 135. How long do I want that to take? Like, can I right. do like seven a minute? So right. like I'm finished these in four minutes and then I think I run a mile and eight at this pace and then blah, 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 blah. And I just like put that completely aside and I just thought about, well, if someone really good was going to do this, how long would it take them? Yeah. And then I'm just going to adjust appropriately for me. So what I did was I did 30 cleaner jerks at 95 pounds. Yep. I was able to like string sets of five together. Sure. And then I ran 1,200 meters. Yep. Close to a mile. Close to a mile. That's close, yeah. And then I did uh, seven rope climbs. Wow. Then I did, I ran on the treadmill in here because it was yeah, yeah. hot. Yeah, yeah. It was so oh, hot. Smoke. And it was like, it was like blast furnace wind into my face yeah, running. Yeah, that's not fun. And I was like, no. So what? I ran on that stupid treadmill. How long did you do that for? I ran for six minutes. Perfect. So I figured it was, you know, about what I ran outside before. Yeah. 
and then I did 50 burpees. That sounds like a great workout to me, Doug. And it took me... 35 minutes? Something like that. Maybe yeah. just a little bit less. Perfect. But, you know, that it was really hard for me. Yeah. I was like torched. Yeah. And, and it was hard for me to not compare myself to others. Yeah. It was hard for me. Like I get into these workouts now and I'm like, holy crap, I'm going to die. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I feel unfit. I don't feel like 95 felt kind of light ish, but at one point I could do like, you know, a million of those. In a right. Row. You just like dominate. That. It was hard to not <clears throat> have those thoughts. Yeah. So, you know, to the point of like the fitness world for me, my world just needs like, I just need movement. Yeah. Simple. And I don't, uh, mostly because I don't have the bandwidth for it. I don't like spend time seeing what else is out there and what like new, like, yeah. Oh, what's the latest, this, that, and the other thing. It's like, I just got to like do the basics, you know, I got yeah, like I mean, squat like, and push and pull. It's our job here and run and jump yeah, and like, like let you show move up my body that. and get my heart rate up and think about something other than dollars on a screen for a little while. Yeah. No, I so think, that's me. I think that's great. I mean, did you do that workout the other day? I did. How did you do it? I did it. So, um, you know, it's like, it's so relative. Right. Um, but it's also like really similar mentally. So I crashed on my mountain bike maybe three weeks ago in a blitter. Yeah. So like I built, so let's back up. I built a jump in the backyard, a jump in the backyard. Yeah. So I decided, let me show you a picture of this Doug. So my son, he's way into mountain biking. It's not small. Um, Maybe you guys saw this. Uh, I think I shared it on Instagram. Like taller than you? Uh, it's four feet tall. So a little taller than you. Uh, yeah. So basically, <laughs> it's like quite quite a bit taller than me. So that's the jump. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And to get into the jump, you have to it's significant. Go it's made off of that. For everybody, there's like a, a wooden plank ramp into a transition. Yeah. And, and then it's, it's uh, got like this wooden plank. Yeah. The, I would say like that uh, the drop is probably like six feet. Yeah, sure. And then it goes into that. And, you know, when your son is 13 and he's a rubber band. Man, it looks like it's hard to have enough speed. Chris just showed me a video. You got to be honest. It's it, like, you got, you got. it is a technical jump. And there's a gap between the, the jump and the transition where you land. And so dad was doing some run-ins, you know, yeah. making sure everything was going to go well. And the first one I did, let's see if I have it. I don't even want to watch it, Doug. I do, though. Oh, gosh, <laughs> I don't want to watch this is it. it? Oh, this is it. Okay. okay. Ready? We'll try to turn it on because I think my son just completely yells the S-bomb because he was. Oh. <laughs> Did you hear me yell? Oh, my gosh. So, in the air. So Chris goes off the jump <laughs> and is like sort of like tilted in the air. Yeah. Long ways, like 45 degrees. Sideways. Sideways. But then tries to land that way. <laughs> And you it just see him disappear. Did not the work. <laughs> so basically, I fell out of the oh. sky roughly, I don't know, eight feet sure. out of the sky and landed on my ribs. So my ribs have been like really hurting. I think I separated a rib. Um, okay. Because people have said, you know, I feel on the front, I feel on my spine, but whatever. So I've been trying to like navigate this rib thing. And I'm notorious, like, really bad at working through things that I shouldn't. 
right? I just Oh, yeah. Keep, you're just like, oh, I'm just going to go work uh, out. Keep pushing. So I've been trying to be really smart and find out, is this one of those things where if I do things and work through pain, it's going to make it worse? Mm-hmm. If I do things, uh, is it going to make it better? You know, because I'm a big fan of, of movement as medicine, so to speak. Um, well, yeah, you're like, I'm way more in this boat now, too. Like, you should move to feel well. Yeah. Like, it's it's you important. Like, I don't mind leaving the gym feeling like I worked out hard. Yeah. But you shouldn't be, like, in a wheelchair when you roll out of the gym. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Unless you came in that way. Right. Right. <laughs> so, so, um, so, I st- so, anyway, I'm going into Glenn, and I'm trying to kind of, like, self-assess and see how I feel. And there's some other options written on the whiteboard that could be a good fit. But I still want to kind of work hard because I had, went on, like, this camp trip with the family, and I was – out in the campground, just kind of working out with a kettlebell and didn't have much stuff around for four days. So, um, I did the mile, uh, or I did the 30 clean and jerks as is. Mm-hmm. Um, how long does that take you these days? That took me, I did them all in singles and I think I peaked at the clock and it took me three and a half minutes. Okay. Which is That's not about what it took me to do mine. Yeah. Which is not really that but fast. I, but at 95 <laughs> But I mean, still. it's not flying. No. Right. It's not flying. Like guys do I mean, grace in a, in a minute, minute now. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. So I did that and then I, I did run. And here's why is the running for whatever reason has seemed to make my ribs feel better, really? which is weird. Right. I don't know if it's because like my diaphragm's moving around. I don't yeah, know. That's weird. So I ran the mile and I came back in and the rope climb was where I was like really curious. So yeah, because there's a lot of like yeah, weird twist like bracing. Jumping, yeah. yeah, so I didn't jump. I just like kept my elbows bent and just used my feet. And I did them slow. I didn't try to push it. And then at eight, I was not like my ribs started to not feel good. Yeah. I was like, this is not smart. So I went over to the rings and did um, nine. I think nine more just strict ring pull-ups uh-huh. to kind of. I was like, okay, three or so per rep of a rope climb. So I did that. And then I ran the other mile cause I knew that was kind of feeling good. And then I just sort of saw how the burpee was going to feel. And I did them all, but like, as I kick my feet back, I just go to my knees right away and do a push oh, up from my knees. So, so I wasn't like, like dropping out of the sky. Yeah. You know, I'd like kick my feet back, go to my knees, go down and up. Um, so I did that. Uh, but on that note, you know, the entire time, very similar. I'm thinking, don't compare yourself to your previous version. Yeah, because, I mean, how would you have done that in the oh past? gosh. I mean, you have flown through that. I probably would have done 12 or 15 clean and jerks in a row. Yeah. And then knocked out another. I probably would have gotten to 20 in Run two hard. sets, maybe three sets. Because you knew it would be, like, pretty good at the rope climbs. And you'd maybe like, have a chance to rest there a little bit. And yeah, then, like obliterate the rope climbs and, then, and run my pants off. And then murder yourself in burpees yeah like go to an unhappy spot yeah like minutes faster minutes and minutes faster um and that's kind of been like the story of me right uh, but there's a lot of things even within the past three years that i can't do anymore so um it's like some of the time when we were doing the podcast like i went to the masters uh the games yeah, you know I like I, I, it's crazy like i snatched 225 there and I... Is that the last time that happened? The last time I, I ever, ever touched it. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I remember doing uh, that workout Sherwood programmed. It was, uh, what was it, 50 chest-to-bar pull-ups, 40 toes-to-bar, and 30 clean and jerks at 205. Yes. And I... I remember I was giving you and Guido crap about, like, 
you guys are going to do the pull-ups and broken. You guys are like, no, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do pull-ups and broken. And then what happens? All the pull-ups and broken. But I, I remember being there and like moving 205 very, very comfortably. And even at the end, I did like a double, just like, you know, touch and yeah. go just to finish him off. Um, I can't, there's no, no way. Like me power cleaning 205 right now is... That is heavy. Is it weird that like you've snatched 200 pounds for the last time in your life? Um, Do you think that's true? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I, there's no way. Like I can snatch 95 pounds and anything more than that How is not okay. How much less of a okay. person do you feel? Right? Just zing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, I mean like point being is that is that that has been my story is – like let's just call it what it is a rapid decline of elite fitness to yeah you know i'm probably more fit than most right like it might at my age whatever like probably not not very common and i mean me too i'm painting myself like i'm a complete mess like i weigh more than i've weighed in a long time but i'm not like 250 no but you're strong you still go like you ran two miles the other day too yeah and I'm not a complete mess, but it is hard to compare even with my mediocre in the past fitness to where I am now. And I was thinking this at, uh, at a seminar the other day, you know, describing the, you know, as high as possible, as early as possible. And then yep. at some point it's just never going to be the same. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, <laughs> that's happening. <laughs> but that's, the, yeah. And here's the thing is like that, I don't think that gets talked about nearly enough. Like I could probably, because I was never really that fit. Like if I really dedicated myself to it, I could be more fit than I ever have been now. Ooh. But I don't know. That, Do you know how much that would take though, Doug? Like I the mean, amount of, <laughs> I think like unhealthy version of Doug that would be to get yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, I would have to... <sighs> That would be my job. Oh, totally. It's just not realistic. It's not realistic. No, and the, for like, sure. Flip side of that coin is, as you know, like I will continue to see. I'll I'll be able to maintain. I think like what I have now for quite a while. But you know, I back squatted four hundred pounds. Now I can back squat like three fifteen on a really good day. Yeah, that's crazy different. You know, like it is crazy. Di- that's a different planet. Yeah. So, so, um, like strength numbers, things like that. Um, just, just the whole thing. So my approach really over the past two or three years, and I try to have our programming here and online reflect that is really on a, like I try to program a flow of intensity throughout the week. Mm-hmm. So I still like to work out hard. I still like to have a couple days where I can probably push pretty good, mm-hmm. but I cannot do that every day. So I try to program the week. So I set it up to create that opportunity to be like, okay, here are these two or three days where if I like really wanted to push or, or the community mm-hmm. really wants to push, they can, you know? Yeah. And then like mm-hmm. these other days that are in here, they're still going to have a chance to work hard and get a response, do you but th- it's not like fight gone bad, Fran, Elizabeth, you know, 2K row followed by 30 clean and jerks. It's not, it's not like that anymore. Do you think that like, are you and I just living on another planet where we're the only people who are like, holy cow, I just don't have, uh, like, I don't have either the ability or it's not good for me physically, or I don't have the bandwidth for massive amounts of intensity all the time. 
because like if I look yeah. around the gym, maybe it's it's sort of always been like this. I've just been blind to it. But you know, if you look around, how many people are really giving her? In in any class that you run, how many people are like at their threshold in the class? Depends on the workout. But most workouts, say, most days. Most workouts, most days. How many there's, people are there, like their end? Let's just say like, there's a 15 person class. Right? Puddle of goo on the floor. Yeah, two. Two. Two out of 15. Right? Which used to be us. Yo, yeah. Right? And I would say even more more than that. More than two in the past in our classes. Oh, yeah. But I mean like uh, for you and I, like I would do that every time. Oh, every day. Every day. Flip the switch, see the white right? light. It's so maybe go. maybe it's just people in our gym have been doing what I'm doing now for a long time. <laughs> I don't know though, man. I really don't. I think that I think that most people are begging for permission to like just step back a little bit. But the I, easier thing I to agree. do, the easier thing to do for most people with their personality in in this landscape is to just go in and crush yourself because that's all they know is it's like, Oh, you know, the, the culture that we were brought and I'm not saying this is bad or wrong. It's just the way it was. Yeah. And we've learned over time. The question is, are we doing anything about it? But the culture we grew up in is exact. I mean, they, they taught it like you'll die for points, put the name on the whiteboard, write the time down, measurable, observable, repeatable. Yeah. But the problem with that and I've said this a handful of times is like, if everything is supposed to be that where you have this constant state of progression, if you're in our shoes, it shoots itself in the foot. It would be like, well, actually the program's the least effective thing because you're not PRing, but that's not true. Right. Because it's still an effective, if you do it right, I think it's still a very effective program with the right doses of intensity but sure. compound movements, functional movements, you know, having intensity a part of your training, all that stuff's great, right? But it needs to be applied well. And I think that goes beyond just, oh, we're getting older. I think that applies toward the 15, 16, 17-year-old, the 22, 23-year-old that has the ability to just go bananas. Yeah. But just being like, hey, like, let's, let's just do this well so you have longevity in this thing. Yeah, I mean, you and I, well, you were, you were like Captain Intensity because oh it was the gosh. sport that you chose. Totally. Right? Yeah. And and I did that because I was kind of into it and I wanted results. And it's the culture I created. Yeah. But I don't think like, I mean, I wouldn't disagree that intensity gets results. Like you can't, like if I can run a mile in 10 minutes, me going out and walking a mile, it's not going to improve my mile time. Right. right? Yep. However, it doesn't mean that I have to run a mile, try to run a mile in five minutes every day. Correct. <laughs> and in fact, like if you want to get better at your mile, it, you might get there faster by having varied intensity yeah. so that you can push harder if on the you days had a plan. where you have it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And maybe... You know, a lot of people maybe just don't have that plan at all. I think you're, yeah. Or, and totally. I thought this, we've talked about it before, but I think a lot of people are just addicted to the intensity yep. and they want to come in and smash themselves in the face and they don't know another way. Yep. And they can certainly see some pretty amazing results for that from that and 
I just don't know. I just don't know how long you can do that. Yeah, yeah, for a period. <laughs> Unless of time. you're a professional athlete. Yeah, and even still, even still, that the clock is ticking. Yeah, for sure, it's coming. And that, so I think really the past two three years has been a time for me to reevaluate that and say, hey, how do we program? What does this look like? So I program varied intensity. I offer workouts differently. So instead of it just being like scaling by time and load and reps, we think about the function of the movement. Like, hey, instead of doing a clean and jerk, maybe you should do a sumo deadlift and a strict press. Yeah. Um, you know, instead of you uh, doing a kettlebell swing or like instead of you doing a, um, it could be as simple as just like you, instead of you doing a hang squat clean, you should do a landmine squat. You know, and like, uh, I forget that lots of people don't know about that stuff. Yeah. And that's the thing. Cause and, I do that for myself all the time. Right. But think, I think that's the difference is like you have the maturity and the knowledge to do that. Yeah. But most people are like, why just don't like, just tell me what to do. Just tell me what to do. So we try to give at least an option for that to have the demand on your body be less where you still can get a great bang for your buck. Yeah. Okay. Right. so like, that's been a big shift for us. Um, let's do this before we have to wrap it up. We're bringing it back, Doug. What's we're going to go with pet peeve. Oh, wow. I've pet got, peeve. I have one. So if you need to, think yeah, you go ahead. It. So we'll do our pet peeve of the week. Cause it's just, and then we'll thank our sponsors. Of I course. will Find thank my Starbucks sponsors. right now, even though I don't rather not, <laughs> support oh, Starbucks man, if you, you know guys what? have mine like might be local. mine might be Starbucks really um, yes but oh, you go man. ahead okay well thanks to Starbucks for this sip of coffee right now I started using the right Starbucks there. app oh wow you're in you're yeah, done that. well it's I'll talk about why that sucks they sent you that app um so here's my pet peeve my current pet peeve it kind of goes along what we were just talking about um I you know like the whole social media thing I'm getting so sick of these like uh and it's not anyone in particular, but it's just this like persona of these personalities telling everybody they need to like go run a marathon every day or live the hard life or like put sand in your underpants and run around for the next four hours. And, you know, like I think people forget that these are normal human beings and they're you're watching them for either a podcast or a 15 second clip and they go home and put their pants on the same way you do and eat a bowl of ice cream like at night Like jump into them from the top rope? Like, yeah, so it's not always on. like that, right? <laughs> like, I backflip into my yeah, pants. Right? <laughs> it's just not always like that. So I I just, I just didn't, I, yeah, it bothers me because I don't want people to be set up for like these wrong expectations. So, so an example of that would be like, like, uh this is like get off the couch motivation. Is that what it is? And I'm all for that. Right. But the I people am. I think are getting a little excited about that. You know what? This gets to what we were talking about too, is the people that are walking in here. It's a victory dude. For, for like, for the first time. Yeah. For the first time winning, winning for sure. And when you start with the people that are addicted to intensity, when you start telling them like they have to run a marathon, they're like, yeah, let's go run two. Right. <laughs> Right? Like actually like pump the brakes a little bit. You're going to be okay. So yeah. maybe that message is great for some people some of the time. Yes. But like I can think of people here that don't need Not to be okay. told <laughs> to do more. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and I'm one of them. So maybe that's like why it bothers me a little bit. But I just don't want it to be setting people up for, for failure. You know, like, hey, yeah. work hard. Yeah. Get off your bum. Yeah. Go do something. Yeah. Like that's great. Right? But like your consistency just like for you right now like we just talked yeah. about the last thing you need to hear is someone getting in your face telling you that like 
<laughs> you need to run harder yeah. and have 12 raw oh, eggs gosh. every morning and you like, to, like eat wake up at three in the breakfast. morning and like, yeah. And like, yeah, that's the last thing I need. Actually, <laughs> I need to like sleep more and be consistent, be consistent. Yeah. And like, just move my body. Yeah. Maybe like find a balance between work and life. Yeah. Was the, like that's, yeah, that would be better Yeah, for me. Yeah. Okay. What do you got? Peppy? Uh, the Starbucks app. Oh, so, so the pet peeve is so. Yeah, what I like Starbucks. about this is your sponsor is your pet peeve. First of all, okay. Last time we podcasted, coffees were not eight dollars, right? Three sixty. Right? Inflation is a real a... thing, people. I've been learning about it at work. It's a it's real happening. thing. <laughs> okay. So one that, two. I live like you and I both live like two minutes from a Starbucks. I could walk there if I really wanted yeah, to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you weren't so lazy, get off your butt and get something. <laughs> if you'd put some ankle weights but on it, and go run down there with a sandbag on your face. But anyways, uh, I drive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's a uh, Starbucks really close to our house in the grocery store. And they just redid it. And now they offer like the mobile ordering, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I saw those there today when I was yeah, like, oh, it's like, oh you yeah. don't have to. I'm like, hey, don't great, have to wait great for me. I don't have to talk to people. <laughs> I don't have to do anything. I just walk in there with my hood on and my sunglasses on. Give, give me my coffee. You don't even have to say give me my coffee. I don't even have to you say give me my coffee. Name. You just look for my name yeah. and snag it. Great. Right? So perfect for a person like me. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'll give this a shot. Sounds great. So I go on to like Starbucks.com because I'm a like old guy and I'm like Starbucks.com when I, I go there. This? And like one, you got to download the app. Does okay, anybody have fun. a desktop? <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get the app. All right, so I get the app and like I got to go to the store I'm at. It helps me find it. And then I will go to order a coffee. It's like, how do you want to pay? I'm like, well, I want to pay using U.S. dollars via my credit card. <laughs> yeah. Right? I want to buy one coffee. It's $8. <laughs> but I'm going to pay you. I want to use my credit card. Oh, no. I can't do that, Chris. No? No, you can't. Why not? Why? <laughs> you think you'd use a credit card <laughs> to pay for your $8 coffee? Take my money, idiot. Starbucks. <laughs> what they do is they make you use a Starbucks card. Oh. So now you have to get like a Starbucks gift card or a, like a credit yes. card? Yes. Well, the good news is, Chris, don't worry. They'll sell you one right through the app. Oh. So what you do is you use your credit card to buy the Starbucks card. Which has what on it? Well, you can the only key- buy them in $5 increments. Mm. Where's the... <laughs> wait a second. So where's the... Does it like roll into the next card? So it's like I buy this like imaginary... Now uh, I'm going to use a, a hip term, virtual Oh yeah. card. Yeah. It's like a crypto. So it doesn't really exist. Starbucks card. Yeah, yeah crypto Starbucks. <laughs> it's a woozy. It's a wazzy. It doesn't really yeah. exist. Bitcoin. So they make you buy the card. You can okay. buy 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 50, et cetera. Yeah. Right? Million dollar Starbucks card. So I'm like, I just want one coffee. <clears throat> yeah. Let me get the $5 card. Let me card. get the $5 card. So I buy, but the $5 card's not enough because my card, my coffee is like $8. Okay. Do you get the 10? So I get the 10, right? Yeah. Boom. Get it, drive down there, don't talk to anybody, walk in, great. grab my coffee. It's, yeah. oh, it's a great day. See people I know, give them like the blocked yeah. hand. <laughs> they can't see me. I can't see them. I just leave. Well, now I've got this Starbucks card with four bucks on it yeah. or with $3 on it. So what's that? So now Starbucks has three of my dollars, right? How do you use it? Well, you got to buy another Starbucks card. 
Can you? So then you have to use like multiple Starbucks yes. cards to get the thing. So I'm now in this constant loop of having money on my Starbucks card. That's not enough to buy a coffee, so I have to keep buying more Starbucks cards. <clears throat> Man. So guess what's going to happen when I get to the point where my Starbucks card is zero? You're gonna. I'm out pulling the done. plug. How I'm, can we make it happen? I have to like. Let's get some mathematical have to like in here and figure Jimmy this out. Jimmy my order around <laughs> so you don't to get it to much, be a exact, yeah, right. How much like, money do perfect. you think Starbucks is sitting on that will never be used? Uh, that's the thing. That's why this is my pet it's peeve gotta because be it's like a millions genius, of dollars. genius business move. <laughs> Super shady. Super shady. <laughs> but genius. I mean they've got they've got Starbucks out th- cards out there. How many people drink coffee at Starbucks? None. How many people use the app? How many people have $3 on their Starbucks card that they're never going to use? Multiply that by the people and you end up with like some Starbucks dude sitting in the Space Needle in Seattle with his fingers (laughs) 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 using your money to make investments. (laughs) (laughs) To to start his own hedge fund. It's like, oh my gosh. gosh. So that's my pet peeve. I'm off the train. Once I get this thing to zero, done. I am out. Starbucks, you're out. But then... I'm going to have to go talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> I had to buy a uh, coffee. I didn't have to. I decided to buy a coffee at Brian Head <clears throat> this past weekend. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of sneaky. Not really sneaky, just like smart, but not cool. I just wanted a small iced coffee. And I was like, hey, can I get a small iced coffee? Two of them. One for me and one for my wife, right? And she goes, yep. She goes, so that's a 16 ounce. I was like, no, it's like the small, the 12 ounce. She's like, well, we only do the 12 ounce and the hot coffee, the iced coffee. Meanwhile, it's July, right? Yeah. It's now everybody hot. wants a hot coffee. Yeah, I just want I just want an iced coffee. But the only our small in the in the iced coffee is a sixteen ounce. It's like, but there's a twelve ounce cup right there. No, it's we only sell them in the sixteen. I mean, ounce. I'll happily put this coffee in the twelve ounce cup and charge you for the sixteen. Yeah, right. Same thing. Like, you know, two iced coffees later and eleven fifty. I walked out of there with my head hanging low. Eleven fifty. Like, yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> But I bought them because they had me. There's nowhere else around there. <laughs> so anyway, so once I get rid of this, I'm gonna yeah. check and see what's on my Done. Starbucks card. Let's see what it is. I have on here. Mm. I just got an idea. Uh, I have on my card for everybody that has leftover Starbucks money on their gift card. Let's see if we can put in a GoFundMe to put Doug in a porta potty <laughs> for a night. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Man, How this thing looks was complicated. That? That was like, I'm like peering over and your shoulder, ago. and you've yeah. got like maps and history of your drinks. Yeah, I see. Reload my cart. It got me for twenty, 20. bucks. On. Oh, it got you. Does it automatically do it? No, you have to choose to do it. Oh, they make man. me. They make me. Last one. Oh, seventeen twenty-eight left. Seventeen twenty-eight. What's this? Left. Earn two two per oh, dollar. Oh yeah, two stars per dollar. You get What's Starbucks star stars. Do? I don't know. It's no like one a splat knows. Point. Yeah, you get a free get coffee a once every point, forty years on your birthday. That's like at that grocery store down there. I never put my number in. I can't stand that. Like oh, like the rewards oh, thing. Yeah, I'm like uh, Smith's does it, but the one here, it's like, oh yeah, did you put your? No, no I didn't put my number in. Nothing's ever on sale ever. I've been shopping they there give for you cash back, Chris. Ten years. I've never had anything. It's a fun surprise. When you, where they're like, oh, you've got $18 in your account. What? Do you want to use it? I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to use it. I you've want to buy one coffee. At Fresh Market? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I want to buy Can one I exchange coffee. that for half a coffee? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, my sponsor is still Husqvarna, even though KTM is what I own. 
So I'm still holding out on a Husky. I want one of those 300s. Man, I'd like that... to thank my sponsor, Porsche Automobiles. Oh, gosh. I saw one out here not long ago. It was great. Which actually, I've, yeah, there's there's all sorts of new automobiles that are just killer. Have you seen the site Bring a Trailer? Have you oh, looked yeah. on there? Yeah. Man, you can find. I thought, saw a Defender 90 that was all rebuilt. Really wanted it. It's too expensive though, Doug. <laughs> I'm selling a here's, dirt bike if you want one too. Here's a shock. KTM motorcycles. Oh yeah, that's right. You're, it's like your desert bike, right? Yeah. Yeah. For sale, how much? Fifty grand. Make yeah, me an easy. offer. Bring Make, a trailer. Bring a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> bring a trailer. Just get it out of my garage. Yeah, get out of my garage. Exchange dollars. Oh my I need to buy gosh. coffee. Gosh. Yeah. So we'd like to thank and not thank Starbucks for their coffee and their skeezy schemes <laughs> to keep. <laughs> It's coming back. Starbucks. Yeah. Husqvarna dirt bikes. Uh, Porsche automobiles. Porsche automobiles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, LaCroix sparkling waters. I'm crushing those things lately. Oh, my gosh. I've been on a big train for Polar. Oh, really? The ginger lime, buddy. Polar really? ginger lime. It it's a ginger mule. That's what it is. Ginger mule. It's is it good? so good. It's better than LaCroix. I'm telling you. No. I know it's bold, guys. It's bold. And it's cheaper. Where do you buy them? Smith's. See, I don't go to that fresh market because the Smith's actually get rewards. And then I get <laughs> gas money, which is super inexpensive to fill up a diesel pickup truck. Actually, it's less than a gas right now. But is at it? its peak when it was $6 a gallon, let me tell you, Doug. No one knows how that works. I almost started running around. <laughs> um, well, gosh, good to connect with you guys. For real, though, once you do listen to this, leave us a review. Yeah, tell a friend. Yeah, tell a friend. Uh, we do want to get it going, and we'd love your feedback uh, or questions. Honestly, anything that we can help out with in regards to fitness, life, yeah, whatever. And if, and if you like it, let us know. I told Chris this, when this is part of the reason that um, we're doing this thing again, too, is because I was thinking about it, honestly, when you called. Oh, and wow. Chris called me and was like, hey, yeah, got out a of question the blue. For, got a question for you. You can totally say no. <laughs> but. <laughs> but do you want to do the podcast again? I was like, yeah, I want to. Because I met a person at a seminar that was like, wow, that podcast really helped me. Like I was working a hard job and had a long commute and I just started training and it really helped me. And she was really happy about that. And I was like, man, that's cool. It that doesn't take really much cool. of our time to really help people if they like it yeah and makes your day brighter but if it does let us know, know send a porsche yeah <laughs> <laughs> with a rack and a husky <laughs> on top um awesome guys i don't know if these are going to have an intro or an outro so this is what you got good talking and we'll catch you next week